friends, Faith here with the African Plunk Podcast, and some of you might be wondering, what is she using to record her podcast? I know she's a college student, I don't have that much, like, materials, but here's the secret. I use Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me say this. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer or iPad, whatever you use, whatever device you're on. And when hosting on Anchor, you're able to share your podcast on different listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatever other places you listen to your podcast from. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you need is a mobile device of any sort and you're good to go and best of all anchor is totally free so download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today what is up wonderful people of the world faith here and welcome back the African Influence Podcast, or as we say in Nigeria, with Cindy Hapun. Welcome back to the African Influence Podcast. It is so great to have you guys listening to this podcast. I really do appreciate all the love and support. Today, we're going to be diving right in and talking about languages. Wow. This is like one of my favorite things to talk about in the like entire world. We're going to be talking about languages, accents, code switching, benefits of being bilingual, multilingual, and so much more. There's this quote I really love. It's by Ludwig Wittgenstein. It says, the limits of my language mean the limits of my world. To me, that quote basically means that if you're not going to get out of your comfort zone, if you're not ready to be uncomfortable to learn new things, if you're not ready to step out of the small circle you're in and like broaden your horizons, you're not never you're never gonna know what is happening in the world you are in. You're never gonna know what is happening like outside your door because you're not stepping out and going to see what is happening. And like to expand your knowledge on anything, everything in life. What we do as human beings is learn about that topic, about that subject. And the same thing applies to languages. To learn a language, you don't just go like straight on and say, oh, I'm going to learn this language without having a background of the culture, understanding the roots, where it came from. You know, things like that, because it's it's going to make the process boring, <laughs> in my opinion. Like, you can't just go, oh, see, I, I want to learn language and just learn the language without having an understanding of the culture okay let's dive right in it and let's go the first thing we're going to be talking about today is my personal experiences with language learning the whole process what i think about it and i don't know if you guys notice about me but i speak like four languages if not more i yeah i always lose count at this point (laughs) Um, I speak English, which we all know by now. I speak my mother tongue, which is Epic. I'm from Crusher, Calabar, Nigeria. 
Um, the third one I speak is French. I learned French like ever since like primary school, I think. Yeah. Like I loved French when I was younger and I still do like French, the accent. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. The pronunciation of everything. Oh wow. The fourth language I learned is Korean. Which is what is interesting about that is that I learned that when I first, well, when I came to the United States, I began learning. I didn't know how I came about it, but here we are today. Like, intermediate level, we praise the Lord for everything. <laughs> I taught that um, to myself, Korean. And I'm proud to say I have, like, more than the average person who goes, like, to lessons and all that thing, all that stuff. I've come along with by my own self, you know, with textbooks, with K-dramas, with K-pop. <laughs> oh, gosh. And the fifth language, I don't speak it fluently. I mean, the other ones, I don't speak fluently, even English. <laughs> but it's Yoruba. It's a language we speak in Nigeria. I don't know if other people think this way, but to me, I think, like, the whole process of language learning, it's all filled with prose. But they're like a few cons, but you don't really pay attention to that because when you're learning the language, you're thinking, oh, wow, this is so interesting. Like you're just having fun and no negative thing comes to mind for me, at least. So like the pros, well, the whole process of like having to sit, learn the alphabets, learn their, how it originated, you know. All those basic things. Honestly, the only con I can think of right now on the top of my head is just that once you start learning a language and you, like, stop halfway through in the middle, you're going to lose touch of, like, the pronunciation you've learned so far. Everything you've learned so far, it's not going to flow as when you consistently learn it. And it's not really a con if you think about it because once you start learning the language and you're like fully invested in it, I know it's like it takes a long time. It takes years to perfect like learning the language. Like even my own language, I still learn like new vocabs every day, new words. I ask questions of things I don't know, like how is this pronounced? So come to talk about you're learning another person's language. Like, how long would that take? That's why, like, I don't think there's, like, a perfection. There might be, like, an advanced level, but there's no true perfection or, like, oh, I'm so, I know everything, every inch about this language. It's not your language, so, but it is yours at the same time because you're speaking it, you learned it. So that's just my take on that. And I think, like, a great example for that will be using myself because I learned Korean by myself. Like, no one taught me except my textbooks and, like, watching videos, you know? And I started learning it. And, like, I was consistent and everything. I learned, like, writing the alphabets, the vowels, the consonants. And then, like, halfway through, like, I paused and later on i got back on it and like the things i learned earlier when i started they were not 
as prominent in my mind as like a person who's like learning or like dedicating like 30 minutes a day to learning this language so that's just the thing once you start learning a language don't stop I, it's not easy i know but like just be consistent with it because once you are consistent with it like it's gonna take like a little bit a short amount of time just like maybe a few months uh, but still gonna take years, obviously. And, yeah. Okay, let us move on to the next thing, which is code switching. I don't know if this is weird, but, like, I just love the whole concept of code switching, if that makes sense. Like, you're in a place. You're, like, speaking professionally and, like, great English, phonetics, and all that. And then you're, like, with your family and friends. Like, in Nigeria, like, it's, like, called um, Pigeon English. You switch, like, straight, fast. <laughs> and I'm, like, that is so cool. Like, when I learned go switching, I was, like, wow. It is something I do every day. <laughs> like, I go to school, like, trying to um, speak with an accent like I'm doing right now. <laughs> and then I get home. And then I'm talking to my brother, and we're like, I, like, I'm speaking, like, normal English. I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, normally, without an accent that I was trying to learn at that time. And I felt so comfortable, like, speaking English normally, like, and then I have to go to school the next day. It was so awkward, and, like, a little bit uncomfortable, like, speaking and then American accent, like the first time I came. I'm sorry if you heard the word like a lot. Yeah, I I need to work on that. <laughs> um, but it was so uncomfortable at first. Like going to school. There he goes again. Going to school in the morning. And people were like, oh, you have an accent? I'm like, yes, I do have an accent. I'm trying my best. To adapt to your culture, to adapt to the way of life of you guys. And one thing I know that is that this accent that I'm trying to learn is not easy. It's not easy. Like sometimes, like I would mispronounce a word, even until this day. My brother makes fun of me. And deep down inside my heart, like in my mind, I know. Yeah, I, I said that wrong, didn't I? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then people will be like, oh my gosh, you're African. You speak African? I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's not go there. Let's not, please. Mm-mm. I don't speak African. I speak Efik, and my first language is English. Okay, I have a story to tell. My English teacher in, what was it? What year was it? It was junior year of high school. Oh, my God, this woman. She was, she was basically, she's like, oh, so, like, English is your first language. Oh, hmm, that, that's interesting. So, like, at your house, you your mom spoke English to you? Yes, mm-hmm. But I also spoke my little mother tongue, ethic. Like, oh, mm, oh, that's, I'm like, do these people think we live in, like, huts? I mean, they do think that because the media shows only the negative, not-so-good part of Africa. Another thing. Feel like oh so is Africa a country? Madame, 
please go and do your research. Africa is a continent. <laughs> it is a continent filled with great, beautiful places. Wow. I need to travel more to like African countries. That's one of the things on my bucket list. Travel the whole African continent. Yes. Okay, I diverge a little bit. But the whole concept of code switching, it's not a bad thing. I don't know if anyone ever thought of it was a bad thing, but it is not. It is definitely not. It just shows, like, you're versatile. You can, in one setting, with your family and friends, speak in a way that is much more comfortable to you. Speaking, like, your native language, your mother tongue, whatever slang, you know, but then you go to a professional setting and you just, you switch up, you know? <laughs> You're like, oh, you use your big vocabs and all that. Mm-hmm. All the things you've been reading so far, you've learned in your whole entire life. You put it to good use. I'm not saying don't use it among your friends and family, or please, oh. You, you know, you, mm-hmm. yeah, let me not say anymore. <laughs> the other thing we're going to be talking about is accents. Like, wow. I just love the way accents sound. Like, when I hear them, like, oh, that sounds so beautiful. It sounds so good. I'm like, can I speak that way? And, like, (laughs) and, like, um, what is it called? I'm in my room, just, like, watching something, and then I pause. I say that thing in, like, a British accent, a French accent. I'm not even going to embarrass myself on here and try it. Don't, please. Uh-uh. Don't do it. Oh, but the way they sound, I just love it. And one thing, I thought about this like a few weeks ago. I was just thinking, to everyone that doesn't live in a particular country, okay, for example, for people that live in the UK, People in the U.S. are obviously going to have an accent to them. And people in the U.S. are going to think, oh, those British people, people living in the U.K. have an accent. The same way, like, I came here to the United States from Nigeria, and people were like, oh, you have an accent? I'm like, yes, you have an accent too. People, like, living in South Africa are going to think the whites, the, not the whites, I'm sorry, the people living in the United States have an accent. So to everybody that lives in a different country, when they hear people who do not live in that same country as them, they're obviously going to think, wow, this person doesn't speak the way like I do. They have an accent. So to everyone, to everybody, like no one sounds the same, if you get what I mean. What are some benefits of speaking more than one language? Either you're bilingual or multilingual, like I am. <laughs> um, one of the most like popular benefits is that people who speak more than one language are going to experience like a delay in dementia. So, let's say maybe like the expectancy of elderly people to start having dementia is like 80 years old that it's gonna like be delayed for five more years or more for people that speak more than one language another one is that 
people who speak more than one language are likely to become to not become to be more empathetic than the person who speaks just like one language you know and i was reading that and i'm like wow that is really literally me i would watch a video where like even people i know in real life i'm like oh i feel for you even show that i know are fictional <laughs> i'm just sitting there and I'm like oh my god you poor thing but I definitely feel like I am like a lot more empathetic than the average person, the average Joe walking on the street, you know. Another thing is that those that are bilingual or multilingual adapt to a new environment very much easily. Okay, I'm sorry if you hear that sound. I don't know where it's coming from. I hope you don't hear it. So, the average person who doesn't speak more than one language, who just focuses on learning or just speaking, not learning, speaking the language you're speaking now and not trying to say, oh, let me learn a new language or like even the basics of it. That person will not be able to, um, what's the word again? Adapt, yes, adapt to a new environment, a new community as easily. I'm not saying they can't adapt, like, easy or fast, but the uh, the person who speaks more than one language adapts much more easily and faster to an environment that you're referring to. Yeah, another one is that they are likely to better understand more of the diversity of the world that the world has to offer than monolingual people. Take, for example, the things going on in the world today with the black community. I don't know if you all staying updated on it, but I understand where they're coming from. Where the pain black people have gone through, man... I can't even start to see here and explain. Another thing is that you have a way more complex personality and identity because language and culture affects those things. You're learning a new language, you learn a new culture. You're not be you're not going to be stagnant and just fo- focus on the culture you knew before, the language you knew before. Because you're learning that new language, you're learning the new culture, you're obviously going to want to experience it. Like, try their food, watch the things they watch, listen to their music, you know? And that also applies to me because especially we like... Okay, first of all, I started learning French and uh, in high school. My teacher, the first time I ever heard, like, not the first time, but like pop French music, I was like, wow, this is so great and I to this day I I need I listen to me some metre games some stromai it's been a minute listening to them and also the same thing in Korean the k-pop wave in the US is becoming like much more prominent and I'm so proud because even before <laughs> everything we get um started to get this big 
I already started. I was listening to K-pop. You know, I'm the little, I'm the and now look at it. Everyone is like, oh BTS, oh I got a black pink. Like, you guys are, uh, you're just new to this game. Hmm? Um, what's the word? Um, um, I'm a professional in this field. Leave it to me. Mm. Yes, I was spraying everything so you just come to me and. I got your back. <laughs> um, another thing is, um, in other parts of the world, it is like normal. It's a norm, basically, to speak more than one language. Take for example, I'm using where I come from in Nigeria, and av- the average person speaks English and their mother tongue and the native language, so it's a normal thing. Especially like when you go to the market, everyone at the market suddenly is able to speak Yoruba. Ah, Madame Fisi for me. Ah, Madame, that uh uh-uh. uh, the pidgin English the roll of the tongue. Madame, that you know good now. But uh, take that one out. I don't want. I I'm, and I'm like, especially the market scene in Nigeria. You could just go there and just watch people. That would be like the drama you watch for the day. <laughs> in a good way, like drama in a good way. So those kind of things is what fascinates me, is what is intriguing to me about language. It's so beautiful. Meanwhile, here in America, people are not even bothered that they speak only one language and they're so comfortable with that. That is why when they <laughs> And they see an African, like, oh my gosh, that sound, your name sounds so exotic. Your clothes, oh, it looks so exotic. And I'm like, exotic, Kenny. Am I an exotic animal? Huh? Am I a rare species? I mean, I'm not like y'all. I'm not, I'm not like the rest of you guys. I am special in the eyes of my father, Heavenly God. Yep. I'm going to stop going off topic. Ooh, this is so cool. The fact that when <laughs> people who speak like two languages or more, when they, for example, like I've seen a lot of TikTok videos of like people saying, oh, when I speak like Japanese, my voice is so deep, my voice is low and like high pitched, but then I switch to English and it's like low pitch or high pitch. But or someone who speak Japanese in a high tone when they switch to English it's like in a low tone if you understand what I mean like for me when I speak Korean it's like oh yeah like you hear my voice go up but then I'm speaking in English right now it's like bass yeah <laughs> uh, and that is like when I learned that I was like whoa 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 I'm so sorry, but everything about language to me is just beautiful and fascinating. You learn every day. So, And just like that, my people, we don't come to the end of today's episode. I will see you for next episode. (laughs) Bye, you guys. Thank you so much for all the love and support once again. I really do appreciate it. Have 
a great day wherever you are. Have a great morning. Have a great afternoon. Have a great evening. Bye.